from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what you have to do to keep the intimacy lifestyle going when tough seasons come your way. And as this quote attributed to Anonymous says, one cannot plan for the unexpected. That's a good one. It is a good one. But with that, we are going to wrap some ability to put some structure around the unexpected when it comes to your intimacy lifestyle in today's show. But first, we start each show with a hug. And a hug is really an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has maybe gone through a trial and they've experienced breakthrough on the other side of that trial. And this hug comes from a text message that we received on the hug hotline that said, I started listening after my wife and I had our first serious fight eight to nine months into marriage back Mm. in November or December of 2014. I never doubted that I had made the right decision in proposing to her. I just knew that we didn't know what we were doing. I found your podcast while searching for Christian marriages. We are now five years in with three sons. We've had lots of ups and more than our share of downs when our youngest son Gregory was stillborn at 40 weeks earlier this year. I appreciate both of you being so open and honest about losing Andrew. Thank you for over 500 amazing episodes. Here's to another 500. Oh, I love it. Hey, and welcome to all our new listeners and to this one family listener. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being around for so long. We love each and every one of you and are just so inspired by your guys' stories each and every week. Absolutely. And, you know, it that hug, I didn't even realize it as I had, I had searched for, you know, what hug was going to go into the show. But, you know, that hug talked about, you know, just the highs and the lows. And, you know, for the two of us, for our family, the last two weeks, almost three weeks ago now have just been a complete whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Um, About three weeks ago, right after we had recorded the episode, let's talk about sex when health gets in the way, we found ourselves facing that very challenge. Um, You guys know that when we get behind these microphones, our pledge to you is to be open, honest, and transparent. And it's why this show is coming Mm -hmm. right about now, because we've had to have some time to process and, and just kind of navigate what we've all been going through. But those of you that have been listening for any length of time, you know that we have a high school football player in our house and we record on Thursdays. He plays his games on Friday. Well, that Friday, um, it was their first playoff game and it was also the weekend that we were to fly to Tahoe or up to, yeah, up to Tahoe uh-huh. for the taco, Tahoe, not taco couples getaway. And you know, we, we have all this dynamic going on, right? Because we, it's football season. Um, this fall we've done the 30 days of sex challenge. We still keep up with our intimacy lifestyle, even with football season. And, and even heading into that weekend, Tony and I had said, well, I'd actually, you know, reached out to Tony one day, you know, he's out running errands and stuff. And I said, Hey, I know I've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but we're going to be in Tahoe by ourselves for three days. So what if I like, can I, can I skip Friday if we like plan on doing three days? In Tahoe. So before we go any further, let, let's just help folks who are maybe new to the intimacy lifestyle real quick, what it's about. And I'm not going to go all into it. Here's the thing. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 140. That's all about scheduling sex. That's where it started. This is how it, how the intimacy lifestyle and how Elise and I and many, many, many other couples in the one family have structured our sexual intimacy. So we're not going to go all into that right now, but please go listen to that 
episode. It'll give you all the details and I'll make sure to actually put that link here in the episode notes so you can click that and some other ones that we do have. So that conversation with Tony was like, like half intimacy lifestyle. Cause I was negotiating with him when I was going to actually initiate on my days and also part sex expectations. Cause we mm-hmm. are strong believers that when you're traveling with your spouse, that you should have a conversation around what sex is going to look like when you're out of, you know, out of your house and on vacation, because yes. more than once somebody has ended up disappointed in a marriage because they did not have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. So all that to say, I had negotiated to skip Friday. We were going to do the three days in Tahoe. Friday, Tony gets home early and we were able to make it happen on Friday. I'm like, well, we'll just call it a bonus day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just do this. Friday night, um, we head out to the game, super excited. It's the first playoff game. Midway through the second quarter, our son, who plays nose tackle, um, great defensive lineman, he is going for a tackle after the quarterback and goes down and can't get can't get back up. He actually has to be helped off the field. And the trainers rush out to him. Um, and then they come to the sidelines to get the parents. And we're on the field, staring down at the face of our son um, as the trainer in the on-field orthopedist has just told us that our son has a grade three tear in his ACL, torn MCL, and we're not sure about the meniscus. So Mm -hmm. his season is effectively over. He's having one of the best games. It's over in a minute. And um, For any of you parents who sit on the sideline and watch your kid play any sport, doing anything, there's nothing more heart-wrenching and gut-wrenching than seeing your own child on the field unable to move. And so in that moment for Elisa and I, we are in a bit of state of shock. Um, Alex hasn't gone down in many years. I think the last time he, he was out of a football game because of injury was maybe his fifth grade year. Mm-hmm. It was his first season. Yeah. yeah. So his fifth grade year, he's now a junior in high school. So getting to... Getting to him on that field and seeing your child in pain, crying, just kills you. And you're probably wondering, well, what does this all have to do with the intimacy lifestyle? Well, we're going to get to that. But just know that, hey, any season you're in, be it your kid going down, be it your parent who's having issues, an an aunt, an uncle, a a, a dear friend, seasons happen. Mm -hmm. And how, how is it? How is it by implementing the intimacy lifestyle in your marriage going to allow you to stay connected with your spouse in your sexual intimacy? Right. Because so, you know, Alex goes down with this injury. They're telling us we need to go to urgent care. So we're at urgent care. He's got, you know, we're doing x-rays, his legs immobilized. And we still have to get on a plane in 12 hours to fly to Tahoe for this, right. for this couple's getaway where we were speaking. And, you know, you find yourself in this place of, of being distracted of, you know, those of you that have dealt with health challenges of, you know, the middle of the night emergency phone calls and doctor's visits and, and this loss of independence because our son is also a a 16 year old driver, almost 17. And so he's completely dependent on us and his friends. We're dealing with, you know, calls to doctors and, and managing his pain and, you know, all of this different stuff. And in the middle of this, Um, There's also this holiday that shows up once a year here in the States and that's called Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And we host Thanksgiving at our house to the tune of somewhere between 20 and 25 people and our daughter's birthday. And so all of these things are happening and we've made this commitment to each other to, to engage in the intimacy lifestyle for over a decade now. You want to talk about the decade challenge, decade challenge right there. 
over 10 years of the intimacy lifestyle. And it hasn't been great these last few weeks. In fact, it's been really less than stellar. Yeah. Because we got to Tahoe and there was no sex in Tahoe. We spent three days getting middle of the night phone calls, trying to manage doctors and, and trainers and everybody for, for Alex while we're, you know, literally a plane flight away. And some of you may have said, well, why did you go? Well, because it was a commitment that we had on our calendar. And to Elisa and I, many of you from the one family who showed up, it was such a blessing to be there and be around you. So would I miss it and, and look back in hindsight and go, no, we wouldn't have gone? No, I would have still gone because the blessings we got there were well worth it. And the really, the really the thing is, is when you're in these tough seasons, what are you doing? And how are you staying connected? Because I will tell you, in all that's going on, in all the, you know, the MRIs and the doctor's visits and surgery and this, that, and the other, the intimacy lifestyle is the only thing, in all honesty, that is keeping Elisa and I right now sexually intimate. Mm-hmm. Because if not, for sure, if not over these last few weeks, we would have just gone on our way. It, has it been tough and difficult? Heck, yes. It, it is. It has been a struggle for both of us to be able to initiate with one another, to 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 have the desire. I, I'm speaking for myself. Elisa can can speak for herself, but even my own desire to be sexually intimate with Elisa has waned because we are up late. We are all sitting around together. The dynamic of our family has changed. Mm-hmm. And so with that, though, I'm glad we're doing it because we're, and I'm not going to say we're pushing through. We're walking through this. It's not a, oh, I'm pushing myself or I'm making myself have sex with Elisa because it's what we do. No, it, we're, we're, we're wading through the process of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's a different time and a different way. And is every lovemaking session amazing? No. And yet it's our time. It's our time to stay connected. And I think that's really, you know, for those of you that, that have walked the intimacy lifestyle for a long time or have lived it, I guess is probably a better way to put it. You know that, that when things are going well, I mean, it's just kind of like a well-oiled machine. Right. You're just, oh, it just, you're, it's just good. Go, you're just going, you it's know, good. you've got your rhythms and all this kind of stuff. And, and then life happens, right? Maybe like you're like us, you're facing, you know, an illness or, or an injury with a child or like Tony mentioned earlier with a parent, or you've got somebody that's on deployment or who is, you know, traveling out of state. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like, what do we do? Right. How do we navigate this? What are the conversations that we need to have? How do we how do we talk through this? And that's been, you know, one of the most amazing blessings. And I didn't know this. You know, it's like things that you don't know when you start something, you know, a decade ago, over a decade ago. And you're like, I wonder how this is going to play out. But, you know, because Tony and I have spent over 10 years talking about our sexual rhythm meaning it's your day to initiate. It's my day to initiate. What, you know, what does the week look like for you? Okay. Well, how are we planning this? Th- then when we found ourselves in this place of going, Oh my gosh, like we got to Tahoe and I'm like, dude, I, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. I-, I-, I know what I offered you. And in the span of the last, you know, 15 hours, like I am upside down. Mm-hmm. And that was before we got the phone call in the middle of the night from our kid who was, you know, staying with friends and he was just in excruciating pain. And then I'm like, I can't even focus now because all I can do is pray for him. And that's like all I got. And you know, it's walking through this, but I want to say the other thing that really hit home 
um, just in preparing for the show and just with what we're walking through is invest in community before you need them. Yes. You don't know when you're going to need the people in your life that are going to be the most important to you. And this is how it played out for us. So Friday night, Alex goes down with that injury and, you know, he's waiting to say goodbye to all his buddies at halftime. And then we get him up um, to the car. And as we're walking out, one of his best friends, the mom is waiting for us at our car and we get Alex in the car and she just, she just envelops me in this hug and see when your kid is hurt or maybe your spouse is hurt or whatever it is, you put on that strong face because I had no idea what we were facing when it came to Alex. I had no idea what that was going to look like. I didn't know how fast we were going to be able to get him into surgery. I didn't know anything. All I knew is that when I was around Alex, you better believe mom is speaking life into that and we're going to do this. And and his friend just, the mom just took me in her arms and said, we're here for you. And then her son came out and he had this fabulous six foot five buddy of Alex's and he like practically climbs on top of Alex in the backseat. I'm like, just watch the leg. But he's got tears in his eyes. And I've seen these young men that Alex has cultivated friendships with who have, you know, shown up with food and they've like crashed on our couch to be near Alex and they're driving him around and their parents are reaching out to us. And and that's how we could fly to Tahoe. Well, and even our position of the month club partners. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly a blessing to have that community of folks who believe in marriage and what we've been doing here at One Extraordinary Marriage for, for almost 10 years to rally around us and we rally around them when life is happening too. And to know that other people around the world are there behind you. And so I want to share that with you guys. If you're not part of the position of the month club, especially our summit partners, check it out. Go to position of the month Learn about it. It may be for you. It may not. But if you're, if you're in a place where you're just like, I need some people around me to do life with. So when things do happen, or, or if things are just going great and I want to cheer from the, from the rooftops, that's what the position of month club is all about. Mm-hmm. And it is an amazing place to have community. As many of you know, who, who have kids who play sports, there is a community, there is a family there that, that wants to see them get back to health. And yet I will have to say They want to see your kid get back to health or your friend get back to health or, you know, again, whoever it may be, but who's there to make sure that you guys get back to health? Mm -hmm. What's making sure that you guys are walking hand in hand through this tough time in this tough season? And especially again, I'm going to say your emotional intimacy, your financial intimacy, your sexual intimacy, who's there beside you? Because I know for us, we put things in place. We, we've had these in place so that way we can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It may not be perfect, and it's not right now. It really isn't. Are we struggling at times? Absolutely. Absolutely. Emotional intimacy has been up and down right now. We haven't gone on our walk and talks like we, we normally do. We, we're, we're, we're caring, and a lot of that attention is just on making sure things are done. Uh, we're not getting as much alone time as we have. The, uh, I've already mentioned the sexual intimacy. It's happening, and I'm glad we're making it happen, even if it's not perfect. I mean, I would say right now we're probably at 70%. You know, it, the, the initiating is pretty darn scrappy on both of our parts. The actual lovemaking and the foreplay, I, I'm, I mean, we're there. 
we're there, but are we 100% emotionally into it right now, physically into it? No, because I know what that feels like. Mm. And I think Elisa would agree with me on that. Is it okay to go through the motions? I do believe so, because if not, we would we could walk out of this thing a month, two months, six months later and look back and go, when was the last time we had sex? When was the last time we we had a walk and talk? When was the last time we, we went on a coffee break? What life can happen quick. Mm-hmm. And so even though it's not a hundred percent right now, it, it's okay. Cause this is our journey that we're on. And that's such an important point that you just brought up is that there are going to be times when you can't be at the hundred percent, like physically, emotionally, there are these tolls on your life. And yet, yet do you continue to walk out those actions or do you just throw your hands up in the air and say, I can't do it right now. I can't. I mean, that was me the first few days when we were in Tahoe. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got like, I think we were both there. I though. got nothing. You, you brought it up and I was just happy you did. Yeah. I was like, that's fine. It was like, okay. And then even coming back, mm-hmm. right. When we're doctor's visits and, and he, Alex goes into shock and we're calling 911 and, and you know, you have all of this stuff and it's like, oh yeah, these are my days to initiate. Who cares? Right. right? Like who cares? But at the same time, you know, walking out this thing called journey and or this thing called marriage, this journey called marriage and, and walking this out and saying, okay, how do we, how do we make our marriage a priority even in the difficult seasons? Because even when things happen that are unexpected, this relationship between husband and wife, it still needs to be solid because like Tony said, I, I can see it. I can see where my desire has like completely, you know, in some days and weeks has plummeted. And I'm like, if we did not have the intimacy lifestyle, you guys, it probably would be three weeks since we'd had sex. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. Or, or Tony would have initiated and I've been like, oh, I don't want to, there's so much going on. And instead I'm like, no, this is the commitment to continue to make our marriage strong so that we don't drift in a season that could easily lend itself to drift because we're so focused now on one child that, and you know, surgeries and care and whatever. And so it's like, wait a minute, we still matter. And that's the same thing that we want to, we want to talk about with the two of you. But first we want to share this week's sponsor and that's the one marriage conference. And you know, you may not have noticed that we are, you know, we're in December and it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And you may be thinking about like, what do I get my love? What do I get them that, that would really surprise them? What do I get them that would be completely unexpected? And I'm just going to throw it out there. The One Marriage Conference is coming this year, 2020. You can actually get the tickets for Christmas. And then you've already got 2020 plans to come and join us for a full day with the One Family. It is going to be our best strategies, trips, tips, and practical application. And you're going to get that wrapped up with fun and laughter. And you get to connect with others in the one family. Can I say one thing? The, the most exciting thing that I hear at every one of our conferences is from folks who come up and go, really, is this Tony and Elisa? Like what you're listening to right now, is that going to be Tony and Elisa up on stage as we dive into everything marriage? And I love it when you guys come up to me and Elisa and go, it's you guys. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. What you're hearing right now is us up on stage, live, having fun with you, laughing, and more importantly, giving you guys ways to be intentional and take action. Absolutely. So get the best Christmas gift ever for your love. Go to oneliveevents.com to get your tickets for the 2020 events. Don't miss out on spending time with the family and making your love smile this Christmas. Get your tickets at oneliveevents.com. So the unexpected, 
there's a reason it's called the unexpected, right? We don't know when it's coming, but it does happen and it happens to all of us. And the question to ask yourself as you're listening to the show is what is our foundation? Oh, that's good. Right. What, what are the habits and the patterns and the strategies that we're building when we're not in a storm to actually help us weather the storm? Because we, we, when we get, find ourselves in the storms, we're like, oh my gosh, I really wish we'd had this, or I wish I'd known about this. Well, that's why y'all listen to the show, right? When you're not in the storm, start putting into effect those things, right? Start doing the intimacy lifestyle when things are good mm-hmm. so that they become better. So that when life happens, when the unexpected happens, you're like, oh, oh, I've got it, right? Start doing the walk and talks and your coffee breaks. Let me tell you something. The walk and talk may not be happening as frequently, partly because Southern California has been under a lot of rain. So, <laughs> well, and, and some people around the world are under a lot of snow. Under a lot of snow. So, so it, that those may not be happening. So it may be that shift from a walk and talk to a coffee break. Exactly, and stay warm and safe and and dry mm-hmm. and all those good things. But but what are the communication pieces? What are those emotional intimacy pieces that you need to you need to do now? Mm-hmm. So that like Tony and I experienced when we were going through this and and we're traveling and we're like, okay, well, I thought we were going to have sex for three days in a row. And we go from having, you know, that expectation to, I I can't even imagine having sex any days, but that had to be a conversation. I couldn't just be like, um, so I'm twiddling my thumbs and I'm just going to roll my eyes and I'm not going to make eye contact with you. That has also happened Mm -hmm. during this season as well where just pure fatigue and I, I tapped out without saying anything to Tony and I got called on he called me out on it, you guys, and it's okay. I, yeah, I, so what ended up happening is, so one of uh, Elisa's days to initiate are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Wednesday, Thursday, didn't nothing happened. Friday came around and possibly thought something would, and then nothing happened. And, and so on Saturday, even though we, we had sex on Saturday morning, I think it was, I, I just, I said to Elisa, I said, hey, it's okay. If it's not going to happen and you and you just need to get that rest, just let it be known. Say, say it. Say, hey, you know what? Right now, I'm just not. I'm not there. It's late. We we've been running all week. Let, let's just move it to Saturday. It, it's rough and it's tough, and you got to have these conversations. And sometimes it's in these tough seasons that you learn. Sometimes where there's some inefficiencies that have that you know, that you've just sort of relied on and because things were good. And so Elisa and I are having to just move through this, but know that we have each other's back, mm-hmm. right? Uh, let, let me make sure that it, it is known that we do this for one another because we have each other's backs. We want and we desire the extraordinary marriage. It's not to put one one another down. It's not to degrade one another. It's not to... to to, to belittle one another. No, we're, all, we're still on the same team. Divorce is off the table. This is because we want to live our best life in this life that we have because we only have one of them. Mm-hmm. And so really begin to look at this tough season that you might be in. What are you doing through that? Right. And it, it's, you know, I, I just sit here and, and, you know, we, we had been riding a high for most of the year. This has been a really good year for us. And so you have to, you have to be diligent in the good times to be able to weather the storms, right? You, you have to make that commitment to your love. 
and to your marriage to do the things that are going to continue to, to, to take you from good to great. Right. We've, we've been, we've been having this great year, but we keep doing the stuff to, to, to maintain that. Right. So before all this happened, we were doing our walk and talks. I mean, that's like a weekend thing for us or, you know, even a couple nights during the week, we, we would do the coffee breaks. We have the intimacy lifestyle. And date so nights, date, date nights, days. all get weekend getaways, all of these different things. Why? One, because we love spending time with each other. Two, because we know it strengthens our marriage. And three, because when something unexpected happens, it's muscle memory now that we do this. We're not trying now to go, okay, oh my gosh, like we're in this really tough season and like how do we stay together? No, we go back to what we know. Mm-hmm. We know the intimacy lifestyle. If it's not, you know, fireworks and, and rainbows and unicorns right now, that's okay. There's a lot of grace for that. Mm-hmm. If the conversations aren't as in-depth or, or if they tend to focus on one topic, there's grace for that because we know we're in a season, but we also know this is what we need. Like we still need to have the conversations. Don't wait, you guys. Like I think the thing that hit home so much these last three weeks is that all of the work that we've done for the last 10, 11 years have equipped us to go through this and go, okay, you know what? It sucks. And I know some of you are like, seriously, like you're crying over an ACL. Yeah, I am. It, it's, it's our injury. You may, it may not be tragic for you, but it was, you know, severely impactful for us mm-hmm. and, and he will return to the field and it's not a career ending thing, but it's, it's, it's an impact. And I don't know what impacts your marriage. What I do know is that what you do today will also impact your marriage and what it's going to look like in three months, in six months, in nine months. It's just like that hug that I read, right? That when they started, when they started taking action and when they started listening, that they are now able to weather their own storms. That's right. Right. They are, they are a one family couple, right? And that's, that's our hope and our desire. That's the reason we get behind these microphones. That's the reason we'll share, you know, the crappy stuff that happens in the De Lorenzo household because we're just like you. And all we want is that if we can figure out one way to maintain the extraordinary or to create the extraordinary, we're going to give that to you behind these microphones. Because it's not, it's not our secret sauce. You guys, it's not something that we're just keeping for ourselves. We want you all, especially as we like are wrapping up 19 and we're heading into 20. What can you do to create the extraordinary? Will you go on a walk and talk this week? Will you sit down for a coffee break? Will you say, you know what? We need to start the intimacy lifestyle. And some people may think you're crazy for starting it in December when every holiday and Christmas party and all this stuff is going on with your kids. I don't care. Start it now. Mm -hmm. Start it now so that you head into 2020 literally with a bang. And yes, the pun was intended. Have fun with that. Have fun with your marriage so that when you find yourselves in these hard spots, these unexpected spots, you're like, okay, take a deep breath. Refocus. What do we look like as a couple? Yeah, I love it. And here's the thing, folks, is that the intimacy lifestyle is one strategy that allows you to put structure around your, around your marriage, to have a foundation Because when things do happen, that's what you can fall back on, right? And again, we've mentioned a number of them, and I'm going to have links to all of the different things that we talked about here in the episode notes, but do know that this is what gets us through because we're going to walk hand in hand together in our sexual intimacy in a time 
that is a little crazier for us than has been for the, the last many years. I can't remember when. But here's the thing. If you haven't started the intimacy lifestyle, start it now, like Elisa said. If you're going through a difficult time, a tough season in your own life, we're here, we're praying with you, we're believing with you that the season's gonna end and, and yet through this season, you're not giving up on your marriage because that's not what One Extraordinary Marriage family members do. We walk through it, we're gonna get through it, we're gonna extend grace and most of all, we're gonna love one another, our spouse. We're gonna love them through this. You guys, we love you. We, we are so honored and blessed each and every week to come behind these microphones, share a little bit about what's happened in our lives, but more importantly, plow into your life. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about, about plowing into your life. And we hope and we hope and pray that the intimacy lifestyle will be something that you start doing or have been doing and continue to do to, to just enjoy that peace, that sexual intimacy in your marriage and with your spouse. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. <laughs>